0: This podcast is brought to you by DeStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Hines is rolling back prices to pre COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com.
1: Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show.
2: You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you. She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you?
3: She didn't she didn't give me any checks.
2: If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie.
3: Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Let me say this. Let's take the Belize trip. That was a birthday gift to me, so I paid nothing for that trip. Zero.
0: There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business.
3: BC News has learned that her never asked that question,
0: according to two people familiar with the interview last fall. They say it was the president, not her or his team, who first introduced Bo Biden's death. I guess the foot's on the other hand now, isn't it,
1: Kramer? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's.
0: Howie Carr. Again, I really wish Trump had been there today. He, you know, sometimes you you have to make a choice. You know, you got two places you got to be, and you make the call. And you, you know, later you say I should have been at the other place, and that's that's the way I see this one today in Atlanta with this uh, this uh, circus that's going on in the uh, in the courtroom. F- Fannie is just uh, settling in now for her. Uh, for for her moment in the spotlight the embattled the embattled district attorney you no know, i'm watching her i got i got her on the uh, i got her on uh, the the uh, the live stream yeah she's wearing a, a red dress they say but you know it, her uh, her boyfriend was there uh, earlier today and uh, you know it was it was not very believable basically it came it, it came down to he said confronted with the uh, with the receipts the literal receipts the credit card bills he said she the the lawyer for one of Trump's co-defendants the, this woman she's she's pretty good she's a she's a real uh, tigress uh, Ashley something or other she uh, she asked you paid four thousand dollars so you're telling me you got the money back yes yes she paid me her half Ooh. I don't see any deposit slips for two thousand bucks. She gave me cash. Cash. When was the last time you paid two thousand bucks cash for anything, including drugs? I mean, street drugs. I mean, that's just not a, not a very believable story. And then one of the trips she paid for it was a it was a birthday present. It wasn't some kind of kickback or. Payoff or anything like that. It was a birthday present, you know. You know why she likes to pay her own weight. I just told that to Grace. She likes to pay her own weight, and if you if you see her tonight, or if you're watching now on, uh, on on one of the live streams, you'll see she that's that's a heavy tariff if she has to pay her own weight when they go on excursions. <laughs> that's a word you don't hear very often, is it? Excurs. They went on excursions. Sounds like you know you take you take your four year old to the uh, to the Fourth of July uh, uh, celebration on the uh, on the town common and there's a pony and and that's a, then that's your four year old's excursion for the day right? But they went on these excursions. It, oh, and by the way, this was uh, this this should I should have anticipated this? He had a disease. Of course, he had a disease. They don't they all have diseases. His disease was cancer, though. That's why he said he couldn't be tagging her until uh, 2022, because he had to be in, quote unquote, sterile, sterile environments. However, the first witness they put on the stand was a former uh, BFF of uh, of Fannie Willis, the DA. They went to college together, and she was the uh, PR woman for her briefly, I guess. I guess they had a falling out. She must have got fired or something. And uh, she said she she was definitely sure that she used to see the uh, she used to see Nathan and uh, and Fanny hugging and kissing, in the office and uh, you know, probably playing footsie under the uh, under the table. I don't know. Howie, yes.
4: Fanny has started answering questions, and yes. the temperament is not good. Right off the bat, she does not have a cool head. She is angry.
0: I told you. I I thought you know. You know that—that's the thing. Sometimes I, I think you got to take like some of the things that Joe takes a- after he's made a fool out of himself at the press conference. You know, a a, da- a downer of some kind, right? You can't or, be you or can't a tranquilizer. be. tranquilizer. You can't be jacked up. You can't do a hit of meth and then go out there and think you're going to be at your best on the, on the witness stand.
4: But also it's like anything else. If you're starting this hot, it's only going to get worse. Like they're just starting off with the basics and you would think they were an hour into this the way she's talking to the lawyers. It's not good.
0: Yeah. I. So what uh, give me the example, Grace, because, again, I'm going to I'm going to be kind of out of pocket here during the show. For her. So what's uh, what's going on? She
5: introduces us. Your Honor, I'm, I'm going to object. We kind of thought that when you ask a question, you can <laughs> answer
1: the question. Not a speech, so I object to the speech.
5: But I agree. I'm able to explain my answers.
1: I believe she's able to
5: explain her answers.
3: That's Miss that's, that's okay. I can handle it. Miss Willis, I'll ask you just listen to the answer, or excuse me, the question, and keep the answers confined to the question as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on. Uh, When the Well, it's highly offensive
5: when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they try to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it.
3: All right. Well, Ms. Willis, you'll have the opportunity to explain all of that when it's the state's turn to ask more open-ended questions. Ms. Merchant.
2: Thank you, Judge. Um, My question was, you all met at that conference,
5: though, right? We did. The meeting. As I stated, he taught the class. I did not actually meet him when he taught the class. I walked out of the class... And I'm not sure if it was that exact class or we had went to lunch, but we were standing in the vestibule, like outside of the class. Me and Judge Reeves were having a conversation. She had worked at a law firm me I worked at Judge, back okay. in
2: 1996. Please, we're getting way far. Me. I mean, I don't mind her explaining her answers, but I literally just asked if they met at that conference. She's explaining
3: how she met Mr. Way, which was exactly the question asked by Ms. Merchant. It was. These answers are more than appropriate. Um, Ms. Merchant, if you want more concise answers, Perhaps you could lead the witness.
2: I will. Thank you, Judge. Um, isn't it true that you met Mr. Wade in October... Objection, Your Honor! Judges conference? He hasn't gotten to the point where
0: my my sister is the leading the town. witness. Uh, I think we. I
5: very
2: realize. much want to be here, so
5: I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be Not so here.
3: much that you're hostile, Ms. Wills, it'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed Miss Merchants. Thank you. Merchants'
5: interests are per- uh, contrary, contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not mm-hmm. to mine.
3: All right,
5: let's proceed. We can
3: keep things moving. Ms. Murphy, <laughs> next question, please.
5: <laughs> um, She's being okay. asked questions. So this, this is
0: contrary to democracy, democracy, and it's highly I offensive.
5: This, oh, I my God. My answers. When I met him, Judge Reeves introduced us. He handed me his business card. I'm unsure if I handed him my business card, but we exchanged information. He said, if you ever need any help,
0: you give me a call. Else?
2: And he walked to the parking lot. Um, a, so after after that, man. you started dating shortly thereafter, correct? That's a Billy That's D. One Williams. Of the okay. um,
3: do
2: you know Robin Yerty? I, I know her
5: as Robin Bryant. I I knew her. Uh, so, Robin did not go to my college. She went to the college of. Uh, she, I went to Howard University. She went to Morgan State. Uh, I met her through some people I knew. Um, in college, we hung out a bit. Not much because she was in Baltimore and I was in Washington D.C. Um, but we hung out a bit after college. I lost contact. with the witness with her. that said that I uh, they were didn't sleeping see Robin again Until one,
0: maybe seven or eight
5: years ago, a chance meeting here in Atlanta. But the we did not have a consistent meeting. relationship from when I left college and came to Emory Law School here in Atlanta. But I, eight to ten years ago, um, just by happenstance, I ran into her. So and she was in Atlanta.
2: You have been friends with Robin for 30 something years did you hear my answer madam yes and i'm asking if you've been friends with her for 30 something years
5: i've known her for 30 something years we certainly hung out and partied <laughs> together in college um she was from the dc area she would come home we'd party together uh, wasn't close but she was certainly in the girlfriends that party together um and then like i said i ran into her about 10 years ago in Atlanta. consider her a Georgia. shameless hussy so well, we didn't talk throughout that time woman? period. I didn't see her. I didn't even know where she was. When I ran into her, I was surprised she was in Atlanta. And so, yes, I have known her probably since 1990, 1991. <laughs> but we have not maintained a consistent relationship
2: that whole time. For the last 10 years or five, whatever you'd like to classify it as. Have you yeah, been this friends is the with her? Woman
0: who I have not spoken to Robin this um, guy over a year.
2: I certainly do not
0: consider her
2: a friend now.
0: She said, um, I think Oak. that she. She began doing the horizontal pop
5: There's a saying, no good deed goes
2: unpunished. Mm. And um, I think that she betrayed our friendship. So let's Wait. narrow it down the timeline. She our So her my friendship. questions are going to be from the time period of 2019 <laughs> until she no longer was employed for you the last time you all talked so all of my next questions are just focused on that time frame okay yes ma'am up until she left her yes, office ma'am. yes ma'am well, they, by um, the way the judge I, I looked up his uh,
0: someone friends, sent me his correct? bio today he, he was a member of the federalist society you know the Federal Society—they—they're the ones who recommended the uh, the judges to uh, for the Supreme Court that Donald Trump appointed. It's a very conservative group, and he's not—he's not that old either. He's only about uh, 30, 36, 37 years old. Judge McAfee.
2: I did not ask
5: if I could take over her lease. Did you move into her apartment? I moved into her condo in April of 21. The circumstances around that were that Robin met her husband. They wanted to move into another and separate place. She wanted to get rid of her condo. My father was living with me at the house because of this case and because of my stance on gangs, my life was being threatened regularly. My father urged me to leave our home. At the same time as luck would have it, robin wanted to give up her lease because she wanted to move in with this new man she barely knows and so as life circumstances work my dad was begging me to leave the house he was afraid for me afraid for his grandchildren she wanted someone to take over her lease so that she didn't you know have to pay a fee or get abandoned and so i don't remember when but probably march so if, or if april if she was fanny's
0: landlady it, that gives me a, a more clear indication her. that she would probably know who was hanging out at the condo
5: do you think grace did I would say so. Yeah,
4: okay. She's also, she's just giving all of these details that don't matter. And that's such a tactic of people who are lying. Like they just start going, well, it wasn't an apartment. It was a
0: condo. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> I barely knew this woman. And you know, I needed a place to go, so she wanted me to rent me her uh, her condo because she was getting married. But I never knew who the hell she was. Okay, we used to party together a lot. I've I've only known her for thirty years, for goodness sake. She I could barely uh, pick her out of a lineup. She betrayed our friendship. We we barely knew each other, but she betrayed our friendship. <laughs> oh my goodness, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. This is going to be a uh, an entertaining afternoon. 844-500-4242. Exciting news from DiStefano Hair Restoration. They are proud to unveil their latest breakthrough, the no-shave FUE hair transplant. Say farewell to those days of shaving the back of your head before a hair transplant. Dr. Hyness and his team have mastered this method, and they are eager to reveal the remarkable results to you. That's not all. Dr. Hines has another announcement for all of you. He and his team understand the importance of looking and feeling your best, especially with the economic challenges we are all facing. That's why they are rolling back to pre-COVID pricing. They believe that affordability should never be a barrier to regaining your self-confidence. On top of this, for this month only, he and his team are offering an additional $1,500 off any hair transplant procedure exclusively to listeners of The Howie Car Show. To take advantage of this incredible offer, call 800-460-HAIR. That's 800-460-4247 and say, how we sent me. When it comes to hair restoration, why settle for anything less than excellence? DeStefano Hair Restoration has been transforming lives and restoring confidence for over 30 years. Their track record and online reviews speak volumes. Are you ready to take the first step towards a more confident you? Rediscover your confidence with DeStefano Hair Restoration, where dreams of restoring your confidence become a reality. Dr. Hines gave me my hair back. Let him do the same for you. Don't wait any longer. Begin the journey to regaining your confidence today. Call 800-460-HAIR today or visit HairMan.com and say Howie sent me to take advantage of these incredible prices. I'm Howie Carr.
2: Leave a message for the big guy. Call the chump line. 844 500 4242. Press 2 and leave your message, then listen every weekday at 5 to catch the best messages of the day. One of them may be yours.
1: The emperor of hate, Ali Kar, is back.
0: Now they're talking about one of these excursions, which I guess someone says that's a that's a cruise ship line expression. They say you know when they they stop over for a night at St. John's or somewhere. We're gonna have an excursion into into the uh, onto the island today. Anyway. I love MyPillow's products. I sleep with their pillows, I wear their slippers, I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code HOWIE at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code HOWIE for amazing discounts. Now you know they announced yesterday that uh, there's, a, there's a, uh, an impending Russian invasion from outer space. Oddly how this happens when they need the money for the Ukraine, they want the uh, secret uh, FISA courts that were so abused against Donald Trump and his cohorts uh, extended. And also they have the story coming out from Substack and Matt Taibbi and uh, and Michael Schellenberger about how uh, about how the CIA uh, illegally recruited foreign intelligence agencies to try to frame Trump. It just happened that they, they found out about the, the secret Russian invasion from outer space the day all that happened. So, Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who do you believe most threatens your own personal safety? Russians from outer space, illegal aliens crossing the border, or deep state Democrats? The only thing that's difficult is whether it's illegal aliens or deep state Democrats. I'm going to vote for deep state Democrats 52% say Deep State Dems, 47% say Illegal Aliens, 1% say Russians from outer space. (laughs) You know, it was such a big deal last week, Tucker Carlson, when he interviewed Putin, there was one fleeting reference where where Putin said something like, you know, we're doing really well with our hypersonic space program, and Tucker just said, yeah, and asked him another question. That was it. That was it. Now. Now it's a national security crisis. It could destroy the entire planet, unless we give some more money, hush money to Ukraine and, and enable the, uh, the deep state to continue uh, uh, surveilling American citizens as opposed to foreign terrorists or gangbangers uh, with uh, warrantless wiretaps. Freddie, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Freddie.
1: Hey, any time I've ever heard any lawyer give instructions, any good lawyer, to their client, they say keep your answers simple, straight to the point. Correct. They say don't volunteer, don't yeah, don't volunteer a lot of details. Make the other guy work for it. So that's what good lawyers say. And why is she going on and on with these stories about? Is it, hey, is she your friend? No, we did this, we did that. We bought a co-op. You know all this nonsense that she's got. I can't believe she's a good
0: lawyer how about when she says well I, I don't know i i don't know if i i have any record of these text messages as if she of course she has of course the phone company has records i mean look at uh, peter struck and lisa page and she's pretending she doesn't know well perhaps well perhaps now she's talking about the cruise ship thanks for the call freddie this is great uh this is great entertainment though dave you're next with Howie Carr. car go ahead dave Hello, hey Howie. Quickly.
1: What I what I found interesting was the body language of the uh, judge. I was watching it this morning. Like he's got a serious tilt to his head when he's listening to some of this testimony. <laughs> you know, serious skepticism. <laughs>
0: Who's buying the cash defense? You know? Oh, nobody. No one's oh. buying any of these defenses. Oh uh let me let me just be honest. Oh, and then by the way, she she took him on one of these trips because he just turned forty. I think she's in her early fifties. So on top of everything else, she's robbing the cradle. She's his sugar mama. I'm Howie Carr. From the Matthews Brothers Studios, this is a very strange story that Fannie Willis is telling. She says she says that uh, she always she she paid him out of, She always keeps cash in the house. She sometimes has fifteen thousand dollars in cash at her house. Mm-hmm. Now she's she's worried that she's going to be gunned down by gangs, but she's got fifteen thousand dollars cash in her house. And she says she learned this from her father, who used to be a Black Panther. And he had, my daddy had three safes in his house. That's what she said. My daddy had three safes in his house. And then she was asking how they booked uh, all uh, all these cruises on the love boat. And she said it was, they were done by her boyfriend. He had a cruise agent. He has a regular agent. He has a travel agent. I don't have an agent. Do you have an agent? She's got more agents than uh, than Patrick Mahomes <laughs> or Christian McCaffrey. Uh, well, how many agents does does one guy need to book some uh, cruises on a trip? And she's paying him back in cash. These are very very believable stories.
4: She's very combative, and you know what, Howie, uh, you were you were right about who was going to be worse, uh, Willis or Wade. And I, I thought it was going to be hard to be worse than wade but her arrogance here i don't think it's i don't think it's boding well for her i don't think the judge appreciates it she's she's being very obnoxious to this to this lawyer i don't think that's how you're supposed to even when you're getting cross-examined and stuff you're not supposed to be rude like that she at one point said to her what are you talking about she said what are you talking about so she really she's digging herself into a little bit of a hole here
0: no, and I, I noticed that the, uh, the the lawyer is just letting her talk. Yeah. The lawyer for the Trump defendant is just letting her talk. You know, it's, a, uh, you know... <laughs> The louder she spoke of her honor, yet yet again, we come back to Ralph Waldo Emerson, the faster we counted our spoons.
4: And, and that last caller who said, uh, you know, lawyers tell you to keep it short and sweet. Don't offer up more information than you're asked. I agree with that that's what a good lawyer would tell you. But I also I understand what she's doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she's trying yeah. to disarm the she's trying to confuse the lawyer and kind of disarm her and, and make it seem like. You know, oh, it's very, oh, chummy, we're talking about my daddy told me this, and this is, you know, if you're a woman on a date. Like, she's trying to make it kind of cutesy, and it's a weird tactic, but she's, she's something else.
0: And then she just asks her, does your daughter live in California? I'm not going to disclose to you who my daughter, where my daughter lives,
4: and she's trying to figure out – she's trying to figure out where this money came from. Like, okay, do we have receipts of it? Was it from an ATM? And so she she keeps saying – the lawyer keeps saying, so you don't know where it came from. And she takes great offense to that. She's like, I know where it came from. It came from my blood, sweat, and tears. That's where it came from because she keeps all this money in her house. But she's just trying to make us believe that you know, over time she just collected this massive stash of cash. Yeah.
0: I, I, Which she's now claiming that she takes with her wherever she goes when she's traveling, wherever she lays her head, she says. She oh. takes $15,000 with her? That's what she says. Head?
4: On the cruise. I don't usually put a lot in the safe when I go on vacation. You know how they have those built-in safes in the closets? <laughs> she's putting $15,000 in you the know, cruise ship?
0: You know, You know, the great Damn. thing about credit cards is I didn't have to go down to the bank and buy traveler's checks anymore. I hated traveler's checks. <laughs> the thought of carrying cash around... Oh, my God. This is, re- this is why people love credit cards. No, th- no one's believing this, Fanny.
4: Howie, I wouldn't be offended if you wanted to take some of it while I'm sitting here because I'm,
0: I'm amazed by this. We'll take, a, we'll take a little bit of it then. Just She's talking about the cash, where the cash came from. Pick it up.
5: That was my trip. That was, you know, his 50th. And then Napa Valley, we went around May. I don't know the dates, but it seems to me like it was close to Mother's Day.
2: And those are the only trips?
5: Um, so that the record is complete. I can remember one time driving to, where were we, South Carolina, and we met my sister for lunch with her man. Um, when was oh, I? Stay the, I don't know, but we didn't stay the night there. But I guess people would consider that a trip if you drive somewhere and you come back. That was insane because it was like five hours to drive. We ate lunch and we drove right back. Um I can remember driving to some little town in Georgia. I don't even know where I was. Um, I had never been there before or after. It's like to, she's writing you know, a, a book, a Howie.
4: Thing, <laughs> this mind. is like the, a chapter <laughs> of her Tom memoir.
0: Travels with Nathan.
4: I remember driving one
5: time to they, Charlotte. They should call we this
0: Find the Fraud. Friend, <laughs> You know that—that's the made-up. That's the, the the line the Washington Post made up to try to get uh, Trump impeached. Find the fraud. I think uh, I think this this could be the uh, title of the of, uh, her experience today in the Fulton County uh, courthouse. Find the fraud. Uh, I, I
4: don't think it's hard to spot this fraud. <laughs> <laughs> for, um, lunch and coming
5: back to Charlotte to see a girlfriend to meet my sister. Uh, in south carolina this lawyer's gotta to do a better ourselves. job of saying all right
4: all right all right you know what i mean like be a little bit more don't let her go for this long although maybe he she thinks be.
0: she's no, digging her i think hole. i i disagree that's all that comes let to her my
5: recollection right now there could have been another place we drove and had lunch my um security team was very clear to me i'm not to be out and about in Atlanta this there's
0: no good restaurants in Atlanta, huh?
4: No, but she's <laughs> such a well, celebrity. she had to drive
0: to South Carolina, to Tennessee, fly out to the Napa Valley, get on the love love boat.
4: Howie, that's an underrated part of this, is that she had to have him pick things up with his card because she didn't want to make any transactions because that would jeopardize her security because she's such a big star that everybody in Napa Valley is supposedly, like, swarming her when she shows up at a winery. Wherever you
0: laid yeah, he he was saying that too. The boyfriend, that Nathan Wade. He was saying, "Well, you you don't know what it's like going through the airport with her."
4: <laughs> to, from my
5: house?
2: That's a lie. That's another. If they've ever taken him,
5: and I'm telling you that that's never happened.
2: So your security team has never taken. My security
5: team has never taken Mr. Wade from any place where I have lived and brought him here. Never, not once, not ever.
2: Have they ever taken the two of you together?
5: To where? Anywhere. We've left this building and um, How about for the love gone to, to lunch, but I go to lunch so rarely that that is a very rare occasion. I am sure, and let me be clear, it wouldn't just be Mr. Wade. So I'm sure my security team has taken me to lunch. Probably been a time I've left here, 7 o'clock, gone to get something to eat. And I don't even know that they would have taken him or if he would have driven himself, but they've taken me to do that. But we're talking very few very far in between most days i don't even eat lunch and when i do it's because my assistant has heated up some bag something and i I eat through
2: meetings and eat in my office it's not a practice of mine to go to lunch during the time period that you were dating would your security team ever take you two together anywhere no never
5: if there was a lunch that occurred that I just described, if there was a meal I'm that I occurred that I just that described, have anything outside that of that, that and it needs to be very clear. Boy toy. Not often once twice
0: because i want be, uh, to be
5: over inclusive
0: i'm saying once or twice i'm
5: not certain that it happened but I, i'd rather be over inclusive with you what is your so thing about being subjected to us getting
2: um delta records
0: for yes or no
5: that you may have taken well no no look, look i object to you getting records you've been intrusive into people's personal lives you're confused you think i'm on trial these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. i'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial so my question was
0: i beg that do that you have any break. problem
5: i objected getting
2: any personal records of mine
3: we're not dealing with privilege through a witness
2: and i'm not no no no. i'm not dealing with privilege what um we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review and i just want to know if she has any That's problem. Not something
3: to do with the witness
2: okay um you have to file as part of your job something called an income and financial disclosure report correct that's correct and you filed your first one so you filed two today is that right is it two or
5: three I probably would have filed 21 22 and maybe I haven't filed 23 yet because isn't it
2: due like June of the next year April I believe so you filed let's see you filed your first one it looks like April 15th 2022 and your second one um, April 17th, 2023. Does that sound familiar? That I don't remember the
5: dates, but you're an officer of the court. I'm going hope you're telling the truth now.
2: May I press the list? <laughs> you may. Right. Thank you. Um, I already gave the
0: state
2: a copy, Exhibit 20 and 21. If you
0: take one I'm going to guess there's some, there some discrepancies practice. in these financials. <clears throat> Can somebody bring me some? Yeah. <laughs> Call it a.
4: Some guys are getting a little old. She's really <laughs> obnoxious, Howie. She really thinks her bleep don't sting. Yes.
2: Okay. Yes, so ma'am. Those are the ones that you filed. This
5: def- This looks like me for sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Judge, we'd move to
2: admit 20 and 21.
3: I think you need to delineate which ones,
5: which, which 20 one's is 2021, so it, it accounts for the time period, your honor, January the 1st, 21 through December the 31st, 2021. That is defendant's exhibit 20. Um, Defendants Exhibit 2021, it accounts for the time period, January the 1st, 2022, through December the 1st of 2022.
3: All right, any objection to Exhibits 20 and 21? Nope, (laughs) sorry. From other counsel, admitted without objection.
2: Yeah, Um, when did your relationship, your personal relationship with Mr. Wade, end? Our personal relationship ended in um,
5: this year. So let's be, let's be very clear so that we don't mix words. I, I don't wanna mix words in here. Mr. Wade is my friend right now. Um, okay. Mr. Wade, I would say has been my friend since 2020. I think he started out as like a mentor and a professional colleague. Oh. Um, he became my friend and somebody that I, I really respected. Okay. Um, I feel very indebted to Mr. Wade uh, for taking on the task of this job. And um, he is certainly my friend and one of the people that I respect the most. Um, Howie, can
4: I ask you something? Do you think if you were on the stand and you were answering questions like this, that that would be accepted? Like, do you think everyone would just sit there and go, okay, yeah, that's fine?
0: No, but I I wouldn't do that. I mean, again, I'm not a lawyer, but I've been in court enough to know that, as the earlier caller said, you— what your lawyer tells you whether you're in a grand jury or a regular courtroom with the you know, with people watching, you you, you don't expand. You answer the question and that's she's all. she's giving a you speech,
4: do. she's giving a diatribe at everything single thing. She goes, Oh, okay, can I just be clear for a second? And then she goes into like a three minute spiel
0: she's she's never been called out she's just uh, she's just in, amazingly entitled
4: yes that's you know? exactly the way to describe it um howie i gotta stop here and let everybody know that grace's news is brought to you by toyota of portsmouth where you can enjoy a buying experience that is easy personalized and moves at your own pace car buying the way you want it to be toyota of portsmouth route one in portsmouth i know i didn't do a lot of news today but i just i was really honestly just selfishly wanted to watch that for
0: myself you, you know what you know she, you know she's you know she's also said never a couple of times one thing I, I, think I think probably the first trial I covered when I was 21 years old, I realized I don't think you ever want as a witness. You ever want to say never?
4: Well, when she asks her a question, for example, like "Oh, uh, did you did your security ever ever take him anywhere, Nathan Wade?" She'll say no, and then she'll go never, and then she'll go well, <laughs> well now hold on a second. It's like well you just answered it. Your your answers keep changing.
0: Yeah, it's like I can't recall. Yeah, I to the best of my recollection.
4: There's all these things I'm learning now. If you say, I can't recall, that's a get out of jail free card. Like you just throw that in just as a buffer, you know?
0: Only if you're a Democrat.
4: True, true.
0: We're going to talk to Roger Stone in a little while. (laughs) It didn't work for him, did it? I mean, he, you know, he got a pardon, but, you know, they didn't take it. They didn't take the. He couldn't remember an email that he sent a year and a half earlier and they indicted him.
4: And also for people out there, if you're ever on a date or something and you don't want to throw down your card, just say, listen, for security purposes, it's too risky. I would prefer if you pick up the tab. I can't make any <laughs> transactions right now.
0: All right. Thank you, Grace. Thanks, I. You've heard me say it before. I need my sleep, not five or six hours. I need seven or eight good hours of uninterrupted sleep. So when I started sleeping on my pillow, it was a dream come true. I started sleeping better than ever. My pillow can change your sleep experience too. Just go to MyPillow.com to get yours. Right now, Howie fans will get a special offer. You can get MyPillow's incredible Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases only $9.98, and a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com and use the code Howie. Don't love it? Don't worry. MyPillow has a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. That's 800-658-4965 or MyPillow.com. Don't forget the code Howie. I'm Howie Car. The Howie Car Show returns after this.
1: You're listening to The Howie Carr Show. 844 542
0: So she accused uh, the, the uh, defense attorney for Trump's co-defendant of lying on Monday. You lied on Monday, and yet here we are, Willis said to Ashley Merchant. How dishonest you were with the court on Monday. That's... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Wade is a Southern gentleman. As for me, I am not. She's, she's not a Southern gentleman. Okay. Uh, okay. C- can we quote you on that? Uh, uh, Madam Fanny Willis, the district attorney. 844-500-4242. The judge called a, re- a recess, and she didn't stand. DEI. Okay. 844-500-4242. Yeah, she's just sitting there. Every everybody else is, you know, taking a taking a little bit of a break, and she's just sitting there in the uh, chair, uh, bouncing back and forth. Uh, Tommy, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tommy.
1: Howie, can you tell me where she went to college?
0: She went to Howard College, the same place as uh, as uh, Kamala Harris.
1: Well, Howard University has a, a, an excellent reputation. Uh, as far as higher learning, and I know it's an HBC, but I got to tell you something, she just does not sound like a, a lawyer at all. She sounds like maybe she runs a nail salon or something like that, I, I hate to go no. there, but...
0: You know, I Tommy, I was, was just thinking too, I think she's always been in the public sector, in pri- not in pu- private practice. Where the hell did she... And she said under oath that at some time she's had $15,000 cash in her house. Where does it? Where does someone who's making like a hundred thousand, even at the most a hundred, until she became DA, a hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty? I doubt it. How do they come up with fifteen thousand dollars cash, Tommy?
1: Uh, you know, I, I don't know her personal situation. Um, is it? Is it possible? Yes. Uh, do I believe her? No. But it's it's immaterial, I guess. But the point being is that. If she used public money to fund the trips, I think that's what the prosecuting attorney was trying to go after. Right. Um, but her, or the, her he's the,
0: the defense. It's the defense attorney. But yeah, the defense attorney is prosecuting her right now, and she's very angry about that. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and the other thing is that, you know, didn't we learn anything from Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton that you don't have affairs uh, at your work? And the other point being is that the 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 wages that her boyfriend or her lover was getting seemed to be extremely over the top. Right. And how does somebody work twenty four hours a day? I know. I don't think
0: they. I don't think they asked him that question. And I think that would have been a great question to ask. I I know he would have said it was just a clerical error, and he said. You know, wouldn't the the follow up question be, well, didn't you see that it was a clerical error and that maybe you uh, shouldn't have uh, received, uh, I don't know, whatever two hundred and fifty times twenty four is? It's like six thousand bucks, I think. You know, thanks for the call, Tommy. David, you're Thank next. You. With ha- get out, don't, we don't have time. Okay, eight four four five. Go ahead, David. Go ahead.
1: Hey, how Thanks for having me on. Sure. I just want to say, wasn't there another country that flew a ballistic missile over us years ago and it wasn't an issue? Nothing was ever done about it. Maybe China?
0: <laughs> yes. So we- yes, there was. Th- thanks for the call, David. 844-500-4240. 844-500-4242. Fanny's looking a little haggard, says 603. Limerick Guy says, it's obvious what her plan is, and the more you talk, the less questions you get. It's called eating up the clock. Yeah, but I think they have a, a, tomorrow, Friday, is, is set aside for this.